Good morning, Cleveland. This is Pastor C.A. here at Faith Memorial Church in this great city of Cleveland, Tennessee, and you are tuning in to Thinking Out Loud. We're continuing the conversation about God being good and about how it's a reality, whether we believe it or not. It's a truth claim, and our belief does not dictate its validity. And we began by talking about this dichotomy that we create where we believe in our head that God is good, but we somehow separate ourselves from that. And we say things like, well, God is willing to be good to them, but as for me, I'm a little bit of a different story. And this is because we stare at the the sub-reality, this, this natural circumstance so long that it distorts our perception and we begin to see things in a way in which they do not actually exist. Let me explain that a little bit further. I made mention of it on the last program, but I didn't have enough time to really go into detail. God created everything in perfect harmony, and he created Adam and Eve. And Adam and Eve were able to walk with God and see him and experience him in the cool of the day. They were able to have intimate undivided, unsegregated fellowship with God. But then the fall happened. And it says that after the fall happened, their eyes were opened. Their eyes were opened in one sense and closed in another. And what occurred was that they became aware of a sub-reality. And they lost the perception of the spiritual realm and the greater reality. See, we like to say when someone does a miracle or we see something that can't be quantified or explained with a natural understanding or perspective. We like to say that's supernatural. But in truth, it's actually just natural. What we exist in from the day to day is subnatural. It's less than the way things were created. And so miraculous healings and God operating in the gifts of the Holy Spirit is really just the natural plane, but it's supernatural to us because we are so used to existing in a subnatural way. And so what happens is we stare at this subnatural so long that it flaws and it distorts our perception of reality. I remember going to Dollywood and there's this rod, I think it's called like the pitfall or something like that. And I was standing on the ground and looking at it, and it's just this tower. And you ride straight up, and then at an undisclosed point in time, the, the operator will just drop you, and you free fall through the air. But if you're standing on the ground, and you look at it, and you stare at it, it begins to look like it's swaying back and forth, because your perception it, your fixation on that object creates an optical illusion. The clouds moving in the background, it creates this distortion of reality. In truth, the tower is sitting perfectly still. It's not swaying back and forth. But according to my perception, it was. That's because my over-fixation on one thing distorted my perception of reality. And this is what happens when we fixate on the subnatural or the materialistic realm too long. We begin to see things operating in a different way than what they actually are. We begin to experience a spiritually optical illusion, if you will. And Asaph is doing this when he sees and he describes in Psalm 73 verses 4 through 12, he describes all of these things about the wicked that simply aren't true. They don't get in trouble like other people. And often they get in more trouble. They don't get plagued or sick like other people. Well, that's a lie. Everyone gets sick or experiences sickness at some point in time. 
And, and he goes on and he says all of these different things about their prosperity and their continual increase and that, you know, they no matter what, they don't experience oppression. And he, he says thing after thing after thing that just simply isn't true. And he says this because his perception has been distorted. And it leads him into this place where he says, I've, I've cleansed my hands in vain. Like there's no point in me living righteous anymore. There's no point. If the wicked are going to get blessed, why should I live righteously? If the wicked are going to experience the goodness of God, why should I live righteously? And that creates this seesaw that we all live in, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Like you see the prosperity of the wicked and you wonder, why God, why are they doing well and I'm suffering and I'm trying to live righteously and they're not? It's because we stare at the subnatural too long we begin to experience a spiritually optical illusion and we forget that God is good and that God's goodness begins internally and produces a faith in us and that we believe and then we speak and our faith begins to dictate our reality or sub-reality if you will rather than that sub-reality or sub-natural perspective dictating our faith. This has been Thinking Out Loud with Pastor C.A. God bless and have a great day.